Mic check, one, two, one, two. Okay, yes. All right, yes. We're back at it for another one. It's the First Fridays Podcast brought to you by thegodcollection.com. It's me, your host, Ali Don, the goddess MC, and I'm here with a very special guest, producer, director, front stage, behind the scenes, entrepreneur, collegiate scholar, body of a god, Ishtadolphus Fraser in the house. What's going on? Comedy. <laughs> Glad that you can join us for another one. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk to you because you had a lot to say on our previous podcast, and I was so entertained, intrigued, enthralled, you know, however you want to put it. It was a lot of adjectives going on when we spoke before and I wanted to speak to you again because I just believe that your hot takes and your opinions on things they matter and they're important they're important to just the community as a whole their community as far as not only everyone who can glean from your point of view but also the black diaspora I think it's important as well so I really wanted to have you on again, just so I can get your take on something, specifically when it comes to college life. So it's kind of controversial. Some people believe throughout the years, like, is it necessary to go to college? Is college going to lead you down a path that's going to land you a good career? Some people don't think so. And especially when it comes to Hollywood, because you're a director, you're a filmmaker, I wanted to get your point of view on making films in Hollywood and how necessary it is for someone to go to college if they truly have aspirations to be a Hollywood star. So what do you think about that? I, 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 don't, I don't know if... I don't know if, if, if not going to college or going to college is, it has anything to do with becoming a Hollywood star uh, or celebrity. Uh, I think those who are considered celebrity or celebrities or superstars um, comprise of those who did not attend college and those who have. So I think attending University attending or attending a junior college, whatever the case may be, uh, can be utilized as an asset, as a tool uh, in the pursuit of fulfilling one's dream to become a celebrity actor or actress. But there's so many, there's so much that that's involved with that happening. I mean, there there are child celebrities people who become celebrity before they are even eligible to enroll in college. So I, I, I don't think you should, you know, look at the career and look at becoming a, a, a celebrity from the point of view of whether or not you should or should not attend college. If you haven't become a celebrity, by the time you're eligible to 
I mean, check, there are people who become celebrity without attending college and then decide to go back to school or to go to college for the first time to uh, attain their degree. So what would that person say? Would they say that they needed a degree to become a celebrity? No, but they needed some form of education. They needed education that would enable them to sharpen their skills, to ready them for the opportunity in which they would, the, the opportunity to audition for a role or to shoot a role, depending on if they were working in front or behind the camera. Um, and, you know, there are people who attended college and pursued a career in, let's say, film entertainment, working in front or behind the camera, and at some point decided that it wasn't the career that they dreamed of. It was not something that they wanted to do. Um, you know, and there, there, there are people who who've never attended an acting class or uh, study uh, photography or or film or how to edit uh, in a formal education or in, in a formal educational education space. And at some point, they did something as it relates to the industry, and that catapulted them into something greater or something more uh, than they ever dreamed about because it wasn't on their radar. It wasn't something that they were planning to do. Um, there are stories of people going along with their friends to an audition and then they were approached and given the opportunity to audition and instead of their friends, their friend, they were selected and they went on to work in many more projects and eventually became celebrities or superstars. So I think it's to each his own, uh, but I don't think it would ever hurt anyone to attend college. If you have the aptitude, if you have the resources to do it, I would say do it because even while you're attending college, you will have the opportunity to, to, pursue that career in film you can do both at the same time many people have done it and then you know if I'm thinking of the long game the more educated you are the better you are and you're able to use that education you know it's just gonna fortify your your skill set as a business person because if you know you're, you're not just acting on stage you're 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 becoming a, a, the owner of a business. You as an actor, you are a business. You as a director, you are a business. You as a producer, you are a business. And so the more education you have um, in that that's in line with your business, the better off you're going to be in overseeing your business or those who work for you. So I think college would be a benefit, but you know, college isn't for everybody. Not everyone has to go to a university or two-year um, two-year institution to receive the education that's needed to show up and be ready at an audition. Um, there are private acting classes that kids get when they're kids, and professional actors uh, get while they're while they're working as working actors. 
So uh, I don't think it's you know I don't think it's just about college. It's about education. Mm. You know, is it necessary to get education to become uh, a celebrity? And the answer to that is yes. Right. You need education. So where you receive it, hey, that's up to you. I agree that having that education can help somebody in any field that they choose to go into, especially in in Hollywood, because there's so many moving parts when we call Hollywood, in other words, show business. Well, there is a business aspect to it. And I think just getting that business acumen and just like you said, sharpening those skills that you have I think going to college definitely is helpful for that but what would you say to a young person you know who's got stars in their eyes they're that dream chaser and you've been in LA for a long time you know how people come out here chasing their dreams they just want to move to Cali move to LA try to make it big and see what happens so if you have somebody like that I mean I've met people like that (laughs) just living in LA at any age (laughs) at any age um, living out here trying to chase that dream but for a young person in particular especially like that microwave generation where they want everything to happen fast and you know they've been on social media everything has happened fast it's at their fingertips the people are popping off on social media on Instagram and whatnot they're becoming celebrities so now they just think okay I might not necessarily even need to finish high school or if I finish high school I definitely don't need to go to college I'm just gonna go to Cali and I'm gonna make it big in Hollywood and I'm going to be a star I mean how can you convince somebody like that at that point to go to college like if it was your niece your nephew your your child like how can you convince someone with that dream chaser mentality to even consider college at that point I don't know if I would try to convince anyone to to step into a college uh, to go to college I, 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 I don't know if that's yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do that. I think if you're going to go to college, you should go because that's something you want to do and you, you're willing to endure um, what it takes to succeed in that space. Um, I would say, you know, there are people, you know, there are stories of people telling loved ones, family members, or deciding for themselves, you know, I'm going to go and give it a shot. I'm going to go for broke. We have people who come out here with with no money. Right, they were just able to get a bus ticket or a plane ticket, and they only had a few, few, few dollars in their pocket, and was somehow able to work it out that they would audition for some project somewhere somehow, and that would survive. You know, I mean, they, and they would, you know, succeed from that. Uh, so, I, I don't think there is any one particular way. Um, I. I, I yeah, there is no one particular way. I, I remember I, I I considered film school. Um, I had I, I graduated college. Uh, I was in a, a doctorate program and my my dad, he actually attended AFI in my youth film school. And so I went to him while assisting him on a project that he was doing and asked him if I should attend film school at the time considering that I was considering the film industry and his answer was are you working on projects now hmm. which well he first asked that question and, and he knew I was and I was I said yes and he says well if if you're able to connect with people 
and they entrust you to be a part of what they're creating and you're able to do that over and over again then there's no reason for you to go to school because you're already in school you're learning what it is that you need to do what you need to be responsible for on the set that's where your education is that's what happens when you go to school he says we shot films we learned about the theory of filmmaking but filmmaking requires more than theory it's the application of theory it's the application application of concepts of all those things that you learn and that generally happens and becomes more crystal clear to you when you're actually working physically on the set because then you get to see that you know there there are things that you might have forgotten or things that you didn't plan for personalities that you have to deal with uh you get to learn that time after time again from working on these projects and he says so from that i will i won't encourage you i won't tell you that you need to go to school you need to go go to college and and and, and so i started to look around to see who had gone to college and and who had gone to film school in fact mm-hmm. uh and and how did that benefit them and many of the people that i had come across they never they actually they were not working in film they had a dream that they were working film but after finishing school and pursuing it like to get a job and then getting the job and, and, and experiencing that it wasn't it, the things that they experienced did not line up with what they dreamed about Mm. what they fantasized about is much different and so consequently they ended up applying their talents elsewhere and some of them were not working anywhere within the entertainment industry and so I'm like okay there's no guarantee that if I go to college and get an undergraduate degree or, or an advanced degree that I'm going to get a job doing what I want to do and and, and and thrive and become as successful as I fantasize. Um, but then there are other stories where people did go to school. You know, they attended Harvard or they attended some other smaller school um, and were able to utilize that capital to gain more, to expand their career and to be more, uh, you know, and to realize their dreams or to experience a, a, a lifestyle that was nowhere close to the dream that they fantasized but something greater and more impactful um, so it's how do you convince somebody that, that they should go I don't think it's should it's just give it a shot you know give it a shot and see see, see what happens um, you, you don't have any you're not going to lose anything you're going to have to pay for it regardless right you're going to have to pay for the education somehow, some way. You're going to have to become educated and you're going to have to utilize that education to show that you're capable of the responsibility as an actor on this project, on this sitcom. I mean, if you don't have the education, then the opportunities won't won't stick. They won't they won't get presented to you um, and you won't know how to get them. I think you made some really valid points. I think it's so interesting, though, how someone, your father, in film school was telling you that you don't necessarily need to go to school. No, he graduated. 
he was working. He's worked in the industry. You know, he had been a working actor. He worked done. You know, worked on stage and done some small parts and and some films and, and, and TV. Um, and then he, you know, he converted to. He became a. He started painting, and and that was that is what he was mostly doing for for a very long time and, and until this day, right? So he he's more so to more of a um, a painter than he is a stage actor or a television actor hmm. but he went to school for acting he received he you know advanced degrees for acting um, and you know he did that alongside uh, a number of people that have been in the, the, the star role uh, in, 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 in mainstream so and, you know, and I, 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 I remember meeting and working with some some people who had made some films that I that I grew up watching. Um, they they graduated with they graduated from the same schools that he attended, right? Um, and when I met them, they were doing very well. Um, and I would periodically check to see how they were doing uh, as we do you know we we check out people's credits and see what they're working on and you know and I would come across them and, and and I would notice that some of them were still rising or still working on projects and some of them had stopped uh, and for a variety of reasons um, so you know they, they they got the education but their lives didn't turn out the same they all didn't become household names. Only a few of them did. And others ended up going off into other fields, right? And would and some would occasionally circle back and work on something if they had the opportunity. Um, the results were never the same for those individuals who attended school. So with that knowledge, I, I I wouldn't encourage, I wouldn't tell someone you should go to school. Um, I would say you should become educated. Uh, you should learn the trade. Uh, and that can come from, or you can do that in a variety of ways and then proceed to tell them the different ways that I'm aware of, or even try to connect them with other people who've done it. Um, and allow them to tell them and hope that they could tell them about their experiences um, so the person would become or be more informed, right? This is this is what could happen if you go to school. This is what school has offered me or enabled, you know, enabled uh, me to do. Uh, and then you would listen to those people who have not gone to school. There are many of people who haven't gone to school uh, who at least formally and according to what is available um, through those um, avenues that we're where we are able to access something about somebody's life. So let's take example, um, someone like Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson, right? Do we do we know of him as being someone who's graduated from a uh, university? Yeah, absolutely you know, not someone who's gone to college but look how successful he is but what you do what we do know about him 
is that he's very studied. He's very educated about the business that he's in. He's not just somebody who just like pops his fingers and it happens. He works. You know, there's one impression of him is, you know, before he became the uh, producer that he is in film and TV, that he, you know, he was hard, this hardcore dude right from the streets. But in the backdrop, he was working. Yeah. He was learning how to write a screenplay. He was writing screenplays, right? He was studying. He was taking acting classes. He was doing these things that he wasn't known for. But the thing that was necessary for him to succeed in these other spaces that he that he was pursuing, or even in the space that he was that he was that he was already in, because you can work on a project. And, be, and that project can go on to be successful, but you still need to continue to work on your skills, which means you still still need to study, which means you still need someone to teach you how to refine your skill set. And you still need to practice to make sure that what you do know is working and how to manipulate what you do know at you know whenever you need it. You know, if you're not working the muscle then the work muscle becomes static. You know, it becomes very stiff. If you don't uh, use it, you lose it. If you don't, it, it, it could definitely fade away. Um, so, so you know, education is key. Where you get it from, that's, you know, that, that, that's, up, that's up to you. But you, you just have to know that you need to be educated about what it is that you're pursuing. Some people are considered, you know, self-studied. Right, so they never went to. They have never formally went to a class, but they studied. They went to a library to get the books that hold all this information, or that hold the information about what it is that they are pursuing. And from that, from reading those books, they they learn something. Or from going to you know watching TED talks or uh, watching content that's available online. Uh, there are many ways in which we can educate ourselves about what it is that we want to endeavor. Um, but we have to do that. We have to learn. We have to learn and then and then uh, apply that um, to get better. So, again, my, my answer would be, you know, with regarding encouraging somebody to attend college, I wouldn't try to do that. I, I, if it's if you, if, why, why force somebody to do something that they're not interested in applying themselves? I think it's uh, setting them, it may be setting them up for failure, right? And and I, that's that's something that I don't want to do. I don't want to set someone up for failure. Uh, you, you're paying for this. You need to be somewhat excited about what you're jumping into if you're going to pay for it. Well, that's important. And, you know, just overall, the idea of having passion for whatever it is that you're doing so that you can have longevity, especially when times get kind of tough. Yeah, 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 definitely. Absolutely. I want to go over a list of people in Hollywood that we may or may not have known that actually went to college. So Steven Spielberg, Will Ferrell, Brad Pitt, John Legend, (laughs) Oprah. Um, Ken Jeong, you know, he's actually a medical doctor, if I'm not mistaken. Dr. Ken, Mindy Kaling, 
um did i say oh matt damon there's all kinds of people who went to college and it's like did it really even matter at the end of the day because there's these big hollywood stars i think for some of them it's like okay they must have not used their degree at all <laughs> now that they're these big hollywood stars but some of the things that you said just not only being able to get around the right people but also sharpening your skills i mean you learn so many other things by being in college you learn how to be organized so i can't say that they didn't use their college education or their degree at all but i think that maybe they they've used the experience that they got while they were in college just to do some of those things that you were talking about honing those skills becoming organized disciplined networking I think all that is important, but at the end of the day, whatever they were studying, it seems like it probably almost didn't matter when you're Brad Pitt <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> so something like that might be discouraging for someone to be like, okay, um, why did I even go to college at all? Because I'm not doing nothing with this degree. I mean, that's always one of the big, big arguments. Like, okay, am I even going to use this in the real world? But then you have those rare anomalies like Nas, for example, who dropped out of high school. And look at where he is. Huge celebrity in the hip hop world. Big investor. He's got a lot of money just because he was involved in a lot of startup companies. He has a lot of business acumen, so it's like he definitely can't encourage somebody to drop out of high school because I mean that that's rare. Like <laughs> I'm sure it's way less than one percent that you can end up being nice by not having any kind of education beyond high school. Right. I don't know what the statistics are for those who were working in Hollywood and are very and are successful. What I mean by successful is that they're working, they're making a living from doing what they love, what they like, or what they're doing. Um, they don't need to do anything else. They're happy. They're thriving, right? Um, I don't know what the statistics are for those people, you know, and they went to college versus those who did not. Um, I, I know people who who have degrees and are pursuing the industry. They've been in the industry for years, but been pursuing a specific role or an outcome for many years. Uh, they have college degrees, but they haven't accomplished what they where they tell you their dreams are. I think there's a lot to be said about who the person is, right? Who that person is, who they are when they show up in these moments where somebody's watching or where somebody isn't watching and what that translates into, you know, what are, what, what, what dominoes fall from what they do when they do it and where they do it and around those people they do it with or for. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this now when does that person need to wrap it up like say somebody's pursuing a career in hollywood you know they've been doing it for who knows how long or they're even moving here at the age of 43 they're like i'm trying to make it big in hollywood like when do they know like hey this this it's not happening when you are no longer interested in doing that mm, mm, that's good that's good because a lot of people probably would be like oh you old you ain't made it by now you need to hang it up or you might as well just do something else but they shouldn't listen to those voices it sounds like well i mean if why are you why are you pursuing this are you pursuing this for someone else are you pursuing this according to someone else's timeline i'm like if you're doing it then you're doing it for you and so if you're telling yourself that you only will allow yourself three years to 
accomplish a specific goal in this journey, then then that's what you've chosen for yourself. But if you're telling yourself that, you know, this is my passion or 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 it's there's something within you that's saying, you know, you have to do this until the wheels fall off and that's until, you know, I'm 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 no longer capable of doing it. Mm. Um, there are cases of people who who started off in film at an early age and they didn't get hot until they were much later, like closer to 50 or after 50. Let's take a, a, a project. There is the role of this person, Michael, right? Only one actor can can win that role. So all 200 people who submit for that role are really excited about becoming actors, working actors. But only one of them who who are who's applying for this particular role of Michael will win that role. What happens to the other actors? Do they stop pursuing the the career because they didn't succeed that one time? No. They they continue because that's the nature of the industry. Projects aren't the, you know, don't last forever. They're they they, they have a short short lifespan if you're on a movie you get you get casted for a movie you're only going to be on that movie you're only going to be working on that movie until the end of production or post-production depending on what your role is right what do you do after that you have to keep going you have to keep working on educating yourself right you have to keep practicing you have to keep putting yourself out there to get cast to be seen and to be denied or the next opportunity. How long do you want to do that? That's that's up to the individual. So I wouldn't dare tell someone that, hey, you've been doing this for 10 years, you should give that up. I don't know what you've been doing. I don't know what your situations have been like. Have you been getting the help and the training, the honest, you know, the honest critiques that you need to help you? Maybe it's just not the, that time for that person. But that's not up to me to make that decision. That's up to the individual. Mm. You should, you know, be honest with yourself. Mm. Do you enjoy this? Do you like this? Is this something that you want? Right? Are you patient enough to wait for that flower to bloom? Not all flowers bloom at the same time. You know, scripture talks about like, you know, in due season, you'll reap a harvest. But, you know, one thing, we just don't know when that due season is. You just don't know when it is, right? So that's that's different for, for for all of us. So I think it's unfair for me to tell somebody when they should start or stop doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more so of the of a proponent for encouraging people to do what 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 they feel is right for them, as long as it doesn't come to the the detriment of others, right? Uh, as long as you're not hurting other people by, by pursuing what you're interested in. Uh, but yeah, go for it if you want to go for it. If you don't want to go for it, don't go for it. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play a throwback from Jay-Z and Beyonce from the Kingdom Come album. The song is Hollywood. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to the First Friday's podcast at thegodcollection.com. Hey, for everybody. Welcome to Hollywood, baby. Take a picture. Uh-huh. Let's not even talk about it. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh-huh. I see your jealousy as you watch me. I see you watching me, baby. You watch me. It's all good. 
Locomotion like when a train departs Stranger Things have happened Rapping, stacking, platinum, plaquing Born in Brooklyn, got a place in Manhattan Going back to Brooklyn to escape the madness Where your friends is Chris and Gwyneth And your girl is more famous than you, Venice Time to get all your windows tinted Keep your eyes squinting It's gonna flash any minute The music biz is like musical chairs About where you're standing When the music starts spinning And I'm You're blinded by the You need that A-lister, you're in the midst of the ride of your life, but you gotta keep them hits up. Can't put your guard down, gotta keep your mitts up. Take a sip, sir. It's so intoxicating, ain't it? Try not to get jaded. Hollywood's been good to you. Starting to feel like buzz to you. Don't lie, gone fly. You addicted to the lights without the fame. How you gonna survive? It's like living on so high. And everybody's wanting you about it. You become what you once despise. James Dean, John Belushi, blow your whole life trying to live in the lies. Everyone's following Marilyn, hopping over the edge just like Janis Joplin. River Phoenix, Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Morrison. All of them ended by Hollywood. Thank God for Hollywood. Hollywood. Sure you want this, baby? Hollywood. It's the most addictive drug in the world. Want the fame? Want the lights? the lights camera action for me baby the song was hollywood off the 2006 kingdom come album by jay-z featuring beyonce we are podcasting with janophis razor filmmaker entrepreneur featuring my baby who is making noises in the background doing his podcast debut we're talking about the necessity of going to college if you are pursuing Hollywood, but I also want to talk about how necessary is it to go to college if you're an athlete. 
What if somebody is a college athlete and they want to get into the league? It seems like the main way to get in is through college. What do you think? That is the main way. Because so, other than that, you can be like a, there's other kind of try, tryouts or tryouts, whatever. I don't know. You know more about this than I do, but like there's other ways you can get in there, but it's like you kind of need college as that avenue for the most part. Yeah, I mean, there, there are, you know, different leagues, leagues around the world uh, with different, um, you know, that have tryouts. And if you're eligible for the tryout at that time, let's say, you know, let's say you, you're able to uh, enter an Asian uh, football league or um, let's say the Canadian football league uh, without going to school. Uh, without graduating from a D1 university uh, and you do very well there, that could garner the attention of an NFL scout. Um, Is that the traditional way? No, that is not the traditional way. Uh, So if you're, if you're, you know, if you have the opportunity to go to college and play, um, I would say you should do that. If you're trying to make it to the NFL, I think you want to increase your increase the likelihood of you having the opportunity to be scouted. Increase the likelihood of you having the opportunity to be seen. Um, where are there? Where are more eyes? There are more eyes on those who are playing in the college space. They're not the only places that scouts are looking, but that's where most of them are looking. So go to where most people are looking and that's where you're going to, you know, find more success. Now that makes sense. Now you have a lot of opinions and hot takes about the NFL in general. So I do want to get your thoughts about this. Like say if somebody wanted to go to college because they want to pursue a career in the NFL, like what are some things that you think people should know about the NFL? Just based on your experience, trying out your experience, just being a fan of the NFL, watching it over the years. Like what would you say to somebody who like, this is their goal to become an athlete in the NFL? You, you have to work hard. You, it, you have to, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think you, you have to work hard. You have to become very knowledgeable. Just like if you're pursuing film, I, I think you should become very knowledgeable of what it is that you're pursuing. Um, and always be working on improving. Uh, just simple as that. I think that's, I think that is the outlook I would have for approaching anything. You know, you have to be committing yourself to becoming better at what it is that you are pursuing. If you're not doing that, then it's going to show up. You know, in, in sports, there's no fake it until you make it. Okay. You can't fake running a, a four four. I mean, a, a four four in the forty. You can't fake catching a football. You can't fake running a route. You can't fake knowing what to do 
when a, a, a play is called. You can't fake knowing how to react uh, when you're on the field and something happens. You can't fake holding the ball. You can't fake any of that. You're not going to get on the field if you don't show up. And you have to show up in the tryouts. You have to show up in practice, right? If you're not showing up there, no one's going to call you, call your number or name at game time. You might not even make it to game time. There's a lot of preparation that goes on before you even get to game time. So how do you convince somebody that you're ready for game time? You show up. You show up in practice. You show up in the tryouts. Right? Um, so you should always be working on improving yourself. And getting better at it. Not just practicing. But you have to be getting better at it. And demonstrating that which you are truly capable of doing. And hopefully that which you are showing, is, is it stands out. And from that, the result is you possibly having an opportunity to step onto a field or onto a court. At game time, I think you, you know mean, because you know there there are other things at play. You could be really good at it, but you might be in a system that's not suited for you. Ooh, hold right? on. What do you mean by that? You may be good at what you do in the way in which you do it. Um, you are a, a, an awesome quarterback. Uh, who tends to I don't know you're just very good at being a quarterback you but you don't run you 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 tend to get sacked because you're 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 not as quick as some other quarterbacks uh you don't have great vision right um the system that you're 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 in meaning the team that you're on the coaching staff that's orchestrating what the team is doing might not appreciate your skill sets as much as another team might. So the team that you're on, because it doesn't appreciate your skill set because it believes what you have to offer doesn't fit well into what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So therefore, all while although you're good as a as an athlete, they just feel like they can't use you. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you don't get to play in time. Wow! Right? So you there are players that you know who are household names that can tell you that they've been in situations where they didn't get along with the coaching staff. The coaching staff didn't use them the way that according to who they are or the coaching staff didn't see them as an asset. Some players will say, yeah, they didn't know how to use me. So therefore I didn't get enough playing time. So I had to transfer to another school or I needed to force a trade, right? To go to the team where their skill sets, what they have to offer would better be, would, would better be, uh, utilized and and will go towards benefiting the overall team. 
Now, while we're on the NFL, you know there was a big which movement. I, which I don't watch. <laughs> there was a there was a big movement um, a few years ago with the NFL and boycotting and all these kinds of things. Hold on. It seems like the NFL boycott was somewhat short-lived. I'm not sure if we as a people, meaning the people who were boycotting, really got what they wanted or was expecting, but they're right back on it again. You know, the they're playing fantasy football, they're watching the games, they're going to games. NFL seemingly is thriving like never before, like they always have. So, in addition to like the skills... One, one, one moment. One moment, please. One moment. Ah, baby. Ah, baby. Okay, so... In addition to the skills that someone needs to be an NFL player these days, like, how, how important is it, do you think, it is for them to also have some kind of level of social consciousness, especially surrounding their organization in the NFL? How important it is? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's subjective. Okay. Um, should someone be socially conscious? And in and and, and, and and what what's the slant? Like in what way? Um, I'm I'm aware of certain things, and. The more I become aware, that awareness informs how I go about doing things. So I can only speak for myself. Um, I think it's important for me to know um, how the business I'm associated with or benefiting uh, is showing up or not or those things that matter to me. Do you so, think do you think that Jay-Z is making a difference in a, in a I don't know. Hmm. Honestly, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean it's I don't know. What what I mean, I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what the goal was for Jay Z and his team. Uh, I don't know what the goal was for Robert Kraft in reaching out to Jay-Z and connecting Jay-Z with Roger Goodell. I don't, I don't know what, 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 what that meant, what, what, what all is involved in that agreement. I don't know what was, what Jay-Z is trying to accomplish. Um, Did it, did it, I mean, I know some people see what he did at the time in which he did it, meaning seeing the relationship that was developed between him and the NFL at the time in which he did it um, was counterproductive to what was going on with or going on between Colin Kaepernick and the NFL. I mean, counterproductive. Yeah, mm. and others see it as um, as a positive for 
for the culture, for the people. Uh, because some people would be employed. <laughs> um, no, this is this is facts, right? Right. So, because some people would be employed, and I I, I look at it, I, I can see both sides. Like, okay, more 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 people will be employed. More of more entertainers that look like like me, uh, as far as my skin complexion is concerned, will be televised during halftime. Um, I mean, but we we've, we've always been seen as entertainers, right? Um, so that I don't think that would be a new thing for for a lot of people. Um, so I mean, I, I don't know if if it's having a positive. I don't know if the relationship between Jay Z and and the NFL is having a positive impact on the relationship between police officers and people of my skin complexion um, and those who are you know lighter in. Than my lighter or darker than I am, so you know, cops are still killing people, innocent people. Uh, the NFL is thriving; it's still making money. There are people making money from performing at you know during during NFL games at the Super Bowl. There are more there are eyes, you know, maybe more eyes watching the game. Especially considering, you know, hip hop music is 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 uh, it's a huge seller around the world in every language, right? Jay Z is attracting that to the NFL. Those people who naturally that who might not be inclined to watch an NFL might now they might watch the NFL Super Bowl halftime show now just because they like to perform right so you've gone from the NFL has gone from its regular fan base to now it you know it's had it had its regular fan base now it has this larger fan base of people who are into the hip hop culture that's good for the NFL financially but I don't know how well that plays out for my safety on the streets. Mm. Like the main point beyond or behind the protests, like the point behind Jay-Z even getting involved. Well, I can't say what his intentions were to get involved, but I think it was to basically make the NFL care about black people. And Jay-Z just... I, I, I don't- I don't know. I, 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 don't I don't know. I don't know if that that was his intention. I haven't. I haven't heard him say that. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't heard him say that. I haven't heard him speak to that. Maybe he has, in, in, you know, somewhere, but I'm not aware of it. And you know, I, I I don't know how someone performing on stage will stop police officers from innocently killing for me from killing innocent people right I, I i don't see how that's happening 
I don't see how having people from the hip hop industry, artists from the hip hop world performing at halftime softens the mind, changes the minds or softens the hearts of those people who would be considered white supremacists and are diehard NFL fans. How does that happen? I don't see the connection. So I see that the NFL still doesn't I mean, they have it hasn't brought Colin Kaepernick back. You know, he's 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 had one tryout, one legit tryout since he was suspended from the league, right? Um I, doesn't make any sense. Now, it does seem like he had some shenanigans going on with that tryout because Jay-Z tried to, well, he did arrange a tryout with multiple NFL teams who were ready to watch Colin Kaepernick do his thing on the field. But there was some kind of issues as far as the location where Colin Kaepernick wanted it to be. Some of the teams showed up to where he wanted it to be. Some of the teams didn't seem like. He and Jay-Z basically weren't on the same page. And it basically led to nothing at the end of the day. It led nowhere. You know, Colin Kaepernick is still not playing, even though physically he seems very fit and able and needed in the NFL with his skill set. But it just didn't amount to anything. So, I mean, it just seems like... One thing that you had mentioned before, counterproductive, you know. But I think another thing is, too, just using our sphere of influence to encourage the hearts of others you know jay-z his sphere of influence is in the music entertainment industry so it's like okay how can he use how can he use the sphere of influence to kind of help how can he use the sphere of influence to help the nfl i think that's why he got like artists involved you know just doing what he can to kind of help the nfl out kind of like in a marketing way i mean I, I, I don't I, I don't know I, I just don't see it I mean sure uh, yeah I, I, I don't see it I see the I see well I, I haven't I haven't watched NFL games since Colin Kaepernick was banned from the NFL mm, okay so uh, but I do know cops are still killing innocent people mm so has there been a decline in cops killing innocent people um as long as cops are killing innocent people i will the answer to that for me will be no as long as cops are able to kill innocent people and taxpayers are forced to be responsible for those for those killings I would say no. As long as cops are continuing to kill people and are are supported by the justice system in doing so, yeah, I I, I, I would continue to say that what Jay Z has done or the arrangement between him and the NFL uh, has not been for the benefit of the people. Mm. That brings me to a question that I want to ask you about. But that doesn't mean that his intents were not there, right? Yeah. So, 
maybe he's playing the long game. Yeah. Maybe he's doing things behind the scenes that we are not privy to in concert with that agreement that he has with the NFL. Right? Um, and if so, you know, I, I, I totally applaud it. Um, but I don't know. He, he, he's, you know, he's not just making deals with the NFL. He's also uh, producing projects that that speaks to the the issues that we have in our communities between cops and and I mean with cops or that's orchestrated by cops, right? And the criminal justice system. He's standing. He, he shows that he he doesn't support that. So he's been he's been very talented, knowledgeable, uh, brilliant enough to create all that he has. And I don't know exactly how he's done that. And so with that, I I I can say that you know maybe he's doing something that will definitely bring forth. Uh, the type of change that I'm interested in because he's been able to create something very amazing for himself and his family and all of those in which he's been able to touch by way of doing it. I mean, he would put it this way, that he's not a businessman. He's a businessman. He is a business, yes. <laughs> I think that's how yes, he would say it up. He's, a, he's, a, he's an empire. He's 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 a uh, He's he's a he's a role model who didn't go to college. Well, that's true. That's true. If he if he even went at all, I don't I don't think so. Just a school of the hard knocks. That was it. I mean, he learned. Yeah, he learned yeah, and most applied. Definitely. Yeah, most so, definitely. You know, he he understands that. You know, I don't necessarily need to get the education that I need to accomplish my my goals from a four year institution. There are other ways to do this. He wasn't the first person to do it, and he definitely will not be the last. Now, side note, Jay-Z has an amazing exhibit in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Museum in New York until December 4th. I'm definitely going to make an effort to go out and see it before it goes away. Now, I saw a recent interview with him, with Gail King. He said that he thought it was just going to be like a one-room exhibit in the library. He had no idea it was going to be like the whole entire library is a Jay-Z exhibit. Wow. Yeah. So. That's impressive. Very impressive. And there are various versions of library cards that all have different covers of Jay-Z albums. And they're all at different library locations throughout Brooklyn. So it's like, I just need to get one of these, but you have to be a resident of New York to get one. So I'm going to try to finesse my way to get one. See how that goes. That was just a little side note. Okay, but real quick, Jim Dolphins, I want to ask you, because we talked about, like, encouraging the hearts of others, and even I mentioned, like, just the sphere of influence that Jay-Z has 
Because, you know, there was some controversy about should the NFL even be involved in social justice issues? Like, why have they been tasked with the responsibility to pay attention to this? But I want to say that is because of Colin Kaepernick. You know, he's using his sphere of influence to encourage the heart of the NFL. That's his organization. That's where he was working. That's his sphere of influence. And he wanted to make them care about the issues that he cares about. And I think that shows good leadership qualities. So I wanna ask you as a leader, how can you encourage the hearts of others to do what's best in the organization that is your sphere of influence? You know, I, I, I'm still working on that. I'm still trying to figure it out. Hmm. Um, how do you, I, 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 I think you meet the people where they are as much as you can. Ooh, like Jesus. <laughs> so you say we need to be like Jesus. That's what you're saying. <laughs> um, I, I think you meet people where they are as much as you can, right? As much as you can. And, you know, um, you might be the cup of tea that some you are in a place or position to lead and there are some that you might not be able to connect with um, that's been my experience but you know you meet people where, where, where they are uh, you, you try to get people on board to accomplish a um, a specific goal, um, reward them as you do so, let them know how important they are to the process, mm-hmm. um, and keep doing that, right? Uh, there are different types of leaders with different types of, uh, approaches to leadership. Um, I, I try to take from those that, that, that have led me or who've been in leadership positions uh, where I've been on their teams and, and, and were influenced or inspired and felt responsible for the task that I was assigned and felt great about doing it because I was a part of their team. Um, I've also been on teams where I didn't move. I, I was not inspired. I, I, I did not respect those were in who were in those leadership positions and 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 for the reasons that that felt right for me was i right or wrong i don't know it's just they didn't they didn't connect with me i did not connect with them and so therefore you know anything that they were asked or suggest it's you know it hit me like a ton of bricks and would you know end right there um so I take from from those experiences and apply them towards to those situations where I'm in a leadership position. Uh, but I also take from from other people's experiences uh, by way, you know, conversation through mentorship, um, from studying uh, published works by other leaders, attending trainings. Um, to help me connect with people as much as possible so that that I'm able to support them in accomplishing a goal that the team um, is tasked to to achieve, right? 
so I, I I don't know if there's one way to connect with leaders. I mean, connect with teams. I mean, it depends on the environment. Know your environment. Know how to communicate with the environment. Know what drives each individual on the environment as much as you can. Um, you have to support them so that they can do what you need them to do. Hmm. And that's a good point, whether you're an athlete trying to get your organization to care about what you care about, but also as an actor or someone who is in show business in Hollywood. Same thing, networking with the people around you, encouraging the heart of the people around you to care about the things that matter to you. And overall, meeting people where they are. That, that was an amazing message. I think we're going to leave it right there. That was, that was great. I love that you said that. Well, Jadolphus Frazier, thank you so much once again for joining me on the podcast. It was an enthralling conversation as always, very enlightening, so I appreciate it. Any last words you want to leave us off with before we get out of here? Hey, during these troubling times that we're in, and it seems like we're often in troubling times, Mm. you know, um, humanity is good and wicked at the same time. It's Mm. crazy how that's happening. Uh, but there's there's so much tragedy that's happening uh, that's being reported, um, and 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 I, I just wish that for all those who are 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 suffering, uh, who may be listening to this at the time, God speed with you. I I, I wish you well. Uh, I wish you safety. I wish you comfort. I wish you joy. Um, as soon as as soon as that can be provided to you. Um, yeah, I, I so it's you know, um yeah. It's it's just tough around here nowadays, you know. Around here meaning in the world with, 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 with all this stuff that's happening. Um stuff, you know, like what's happening in Israel, uh what's happening in the US, what's happening in Africa, uh just what's happening around the globe with so many people being um with humanity playing out in the way that it is. You know, where some some humans are destroying others for um, some very stupid reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, wishing everybody well uh, and, and 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 safety as much of it uh, as as possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great message. And we're going to leave it there. So thank you so much once again for joining the First Fridays podcast. Shout out to all the listeners at SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and of course, our home base, thegodcollection.com. Make sure you come back because we'll be back for another one and another one and another one. And another one. And we out. Peace.